and shit, baby. Yeah, everything's fine today. Both of us days that way, too. That's crazy. <laughs> we was doing the show with Eddie Bryant, and the camera just kept moving out on us. I had still had no idea why Brandon was my contestant and Jacob Mann, but uh, it was like I was cutting and cussing. And <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, you cussed twice. I was like, yo. <laughs> you see how I cut it up? Did you watch the YouTube version? I didn't. I put the little technical difficulties together. Oh, for real? <laughs> Starting day, <laughs> we are live. <laughs> I'm over here making deals and <laughs> shit from live. Nubian Human <laughs> in the Anacostia Art Center in historic Anacostia, Southeast Washington D.C. And this is the Neighborish Livecast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. I'm Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible, and with me, as always, is D.C.'s native son, hey, the SC3 representative, hey. Uh, 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 oh, I thought that was, anyway. That's uh, enough, that's good. <laughs> Jason. Hey, hey. My co-host, it's so good to have you here with us, sir. And, um, you know, we've had a number of, uh, we had a, a nice little string of good conversations and great shows and great guests, and we're going to keep that going today because our guest today is the co-owner of So Creative, S-E-W, mm-hmm. Creative uh, 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 Lounge, right? Yeah. I want to get it right. I want to make sure I'm <laughs> calling it the right thing. And they, uh do events like sew-alongs and sipping sews and uh, things of that nature to uh, bring the art of sewing back into the mainstream, right? That's kind of the, yep. the goal and the move. So mm-hmm. um, we definitely have uh, Cecily. Now, give me one more time. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> Habimana. 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 And I see our co-host rushing in right now, so we're going to squeeze in a little bit. Is she coming in hot? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're so glad to have you here. We're going to talk about um, your business, uh, your life, being you know a black businesswoman, owning a business, and things of that nature. Uh, we're going to get into all of that. But first, after we welcome our co-host in here, <laughs> she came in hot, uh, fresh off, fresh off the workout. Nice to meet you, Patrice. Cecily. 
Did you get the name right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, I got it yeah, right. She's no, helping me with it. Did he? No. I'm about to say it. I, I don't believe you. I'm about to ask her. <laughs> I didn't say it right. You asked me what it was again. Oh, okay. Then that's you, yeah, you but I said a, it right had, after you told me, though. Had, you, I'm like, wait a minute. No. She's going to say I didn't say But anyway, asking you doesn't count, right? No, okay. it doesn't All count. Right. You win. You won that one. Uh, one for Cecily. But I got the first name right because I was sure saying Cecily last night. Oh, wait a minute. No, let me Hate you. Hey, hey, hey. No. Oh, she went to HU too, Dave. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. 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 Had a fellow bison here, so we. So she can correct you when you misspell things. All right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, our uh, our co-host has joined us. The uh, personal Fruit trainer, Fit. And fitness guru, Miss Fruitfit herself, hey. Jones, is with us. Uh, we so good. I bet. Uh, is your volume up? Is your mic on? Let's see. You should be on. Levels, Dave. Can you hear yourself? <laughs> I I think I. Mm, Well, of course you can hear you. Mm. That's not. Whatever college you went to. Okay, try it now. I can hear me talk. Uh, you turn yeah, my shit up, man. There you are. Yeah, All right, I'm good yeah. Now. yeah, I did turn yours up. Okay, yeah. You don't need to be no loud. Yeah, I'm good. You got it. But anyway, me. Yeah. so we're going we're gonna to get into the conversation with, sis, with Cecily. See, I almost See, Say the last name, Dave. <laughs> Habimana. Okay, all right. Just checking, yeah. Cecily. Bang. Anyway, okay. um, <laughs> we're going to get into that in a minute. But first, there's some things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk Man. about. Man, oh my and goodness. let's talk about it. Uh, I'm going to start by talking about uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Now, I asked the question on social media, and um, not too many people answered it, but I'm going to ask you guys how you feel about it. Uh, Valentine's Day is uh, one of those days that's really promoted, in my opinion, as more of a female-centric situation. Do you think men... Uh, should expect to get gifts on Valentine's Day? Who's that question to, Dave? Everybody. I'm going to start with mm-hmm. Cecily. There you see, go. Because she had to look like she had a good answer for <laughs> that. You're got married, it. too, so, right? So, yeah. So do you... Do, we don't we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Oh, okay, that's yeah. a good uh, parade for do, the. Uh, <laughs> we do birthdays and anniversaries real big, but not okay. not anniversary, okay. not Valentine's Day. Okay, so no no Valentine's Day gifts no, being given back and forth. No. In your, I mean okay. it's you know. It's a, but um so uh, did you think at, well did you ever celebrate it or never? I mean, my dad still sends me a Valentine's Day card. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, so. Yeah, well, that's cool. Shout out to Dad. But <laughs> Patrice, what you think? Should men get Valentine's Day gifts, or should they expect Valentine's um, Day gifts? Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? And uh, well, so um, I'm gonna just hold this for you. Okay. I think that um, so just as I mentioned with other holidays, I think it's a celebration of love. If you want to make it that, I think every holiday is what you make it. Um, it doesn't have to be what it, um, the history of it, or you know. What what we say supposed to be. <laughs> so y'all I mean, always have a lot so of fun think, with that phone. I do think I guys. I mean, I think guys should be spoiled just like ladies. So, you know, I think it goes both ways. But I'm not gonna speak to the holiday specifically. I'm gonna let Jay do that. Well, I don't have, you know, I don't really have too much to say about. <laughs> yeah, I know Jay don't holidays. really do the holidays. Yeah, so. yeah I just yeah. wanted to know if anybody felt like the men should I'm be. Just, I need a case. You know, because uh, the men aren't as appreciated. <laughs> Really, Dave? That's how you feel? Well, not as appreciated. They definitely are. But it's not something that I don't think it's really something that's for us necessarily. Like, it's more catered toward females, in and my opinion. What's the history of Valentine's Day? Uh, the St. Valentine's Day that's massacre. That's what I'm... Yeah. Slaughter. There so, we go. So. I mean, you want to... <laughs> 
But I mean, you know me, I feel like it's more about what it has become in these days. I think it's important to understand the history uh, to make sure you're not celebrating something that goes against maybe something you believe in or something. But outside of that, what, is that, what we've made it come to stand for um, is more about love and expressing that love uh, in a specific sure. way. Um, some people say it's more just, uh, you know, about money. But I think, you know, even people who don't have money can express love in, in different ways on that day, more specifically on that day. Because we do get, people say you should do it every day, but we do get caught up in our day-to-day lives and doing this and that and, you know, working and taking care of kids and things of like that. So to have a day set aside to, to really express and show somebody how much you care about them, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's my personal opinion. But, um, you know. That was cute, Jay. Yeah, that was real cute. <laughs> I don't like the way you use the word cute, Jay. I feel like I feel it was uh, slightly. That was um, sweet. No, that's worse. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Let's, let's just move away from that, <laughs> uh, that whole topic. So I want to talk about this uh, Gail King, uh, Lisa Leslie. Well, actually, let me be clear. I don't really want to talk about it as much, but it is hold something up, that's Hold up, hold up, Dave. On. Hold up. I What's got that? an important, important interruption. Okay. Technically. I am late today. I was not recording on my live the whole time. Oh, no. And I know you wanted the opportunity to to get on me about not being on time. But see, look what I'm going to do. Watch what I'm going to do. <laughs> there you have it, Jay, my brother. It's, it's all right, Jay. For real? Everybody makes mistakes. Oh. Jay. It's quite all right. Thank you, I'm Dad. Cool, I love man. you, man. We, Thank you, know, you man. I appreciate back, you. brother. I thought we you was going to give me the business. Nah, man. I'm not that kind of dude. That's how we got to evolve, man. Definitely. And leading into evolving, go on and finish what you were just about to talk about, Dave. We're going to get to the root so, of this. So, I'm sure everybody's heard about it, but in case you've been living under the ro- under a rock for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, I live under a rock. Nah, oh, don't nope. I, don't believe it. I do. No, you don't. I do. Uh, well, you know, some people don't, you know, uh, right, don't let's get follow to social media and all of that. But basically, um, following uh, the passing of uh, Kobe Bryant and the other uh, people who were in the helicopter with him, uh, Gail King, uh, who's a reporter for what, CBS, she did a, uh, a piece where she interviewed uh, one of Kobe's close friends, Lisa Leslie, basketball, uh, WNBA star Lisa Leslie. And during the interview, she um, posed a line of questioning to Lisa Leslie that some people found took offense to. Uh, it was directly related to the charges that were leveled against Kobe um, a couple of years back. And, uh, you know, the assertion or assumption that he um, sexually harassed or, or raped a young lady. And, uh, you know, the charges were dropped. And uh, that situation was something that, of course, his you know, family and friends is a state of trying to move away from. And uh, she, she brought it up in a way that some people say was, was disrespectful, um, you know, and, and, t- and took a lot of personal offense to. So in the wake of that interview, of the clip of that interview being shown, a lot of things have happened. Gail came out and said that it was more on CBS for showing that piece of the interview and not showing the interview in its entirety, um, to which a lot of people said you still ask the questions. Um, uh, some of the people who took personal offense to it, uh, most notably Snoop Dogg, uh, who came out on the live video and, um, uh, what, what did he call her, Jay? Uh, long dog face bitch. Yeah. So, um, no, I got dog the... Dog per- hair. Dog hair. He's talking about her fake hair. Oh, dog head. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, we got the rental advisory <laughs> up there. But, um, I'm sorry. But, yeah, so that was the you quote. You me off guard. Um, you got um, and a couple of <laughs> other people uh, said a few things. Um, uh, LeBron James uh, came out and said a few things about it. And a couple of other celebrities uh, made remarks. Now, in the wake of those remarks, um, the 
internet has uh, been ablaze a basically about the connotations, the expectations, and and different things about this interview. Um, a couple of things that I wanted to just uh, make points about. First of all, uh, Essence did a article responding to the whole situation and kind of tried to um, to sum it up or bring it back to um, misogyny and men disrespecting women. And um, it was interesting, like some of the things the that, uh, yeah, that were in the Essence article. Ooh, this is about to be good. Is it? Yep. I don't even really, because um, it's, it's such a... Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful day. We should <laughs> rejoice and be encouraged. So in the in the Essence article, I'm just reading a little piece of it. Um, the author, Read it, Dave. <laughs> the author uh, said, if the backlash to Gail King clarifies anything, it is that uh, retribution never seems more swift than when black women step outside of the confines of how black men expect us to act, speak, or think. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a uh, little stuff like that. It goes on to say, um, let's see, uh, some people in the black communities can go from extolling the virtues of being a girl dad one moment to being out for blood of a woman who dared to go off the approved script of behavior the next. Um, and like I said, she gave examples of uh, LeBron James and Snoop Dogg. And it, it's tough for me when people make that kind of a comparison just because uh, there's key factors that I know that were noticeably left out of this article. Uh, the main thing being that both the, both the examples that she mentioned, LeBron James and Snoop Dogg, both knew Kobe personally. Mm-hmm. He was personal friends to both of them, and they had relationships with this person. So if somebody, um, in your opinion, disrespects someone, especially someone who's passed on, and someone that you knew personally. Um, so there's a saying that um, I think that I've used a lot and was coined more during the Me Too movement. And it's, um, I think I, I heard Aisha say it first, uh, our old co-host. Um, she said, you can't dictate someone else's level of outrage. And so you don't have the right to tell somebody else how outraged they can be about any given situation. Mm-hmm. And so when you put it in the context of this man being their personal friend, and them taking offense, and so to try to make it a thing about men and women, I think the only difference in the situation is if, like, um, uh, Geraldo Rivera or some other, some male journalist has said it, these people who made comments online might have actually gone to see that person as opposed to, you know, just making comments online to kind of tell her. Because, I mean, I think it's our responsibility in this community to, to when people make mistakes or do things that, offend you is to check them on, is to talk to them about it. How are they going to know about the offense and know, you know, have the opportunity to either make it right or make a decision one way or another what to do about it if you don't make it known that you've been offended. So, and that's the way they chose to do it. And Snoop Dogg is not like a, uh, you know, a defense lawyer or a stockbroker. He's a crip from, you know, from Long Beach, California. So LBC. the way he went about it is how he went about it. And so, I mean, that's basically my opinion on it is I don't, I, I take pause when people, um, you know, try to misconstrue the situation as something that it's not. And I don't think it really has too much to do with um, misogyny as a whole. What you think, Jay? You say you had something for us. I had a lot. But, okay. I, you know, I want, you know, I don't want to go on a, well, you can't, you asked me. Let me go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, well, in the particular question you just asked me about, like, yeah, I, in this particular case, you know, because I know a lot of women are outraged. A lot of my close friends have mentioned and uh, expressed 
uh, outrage in regards to to this particular circumstance claiming misogyny. But I think I, I don't think this is a case of misogyny. I think in particular because they would have went on whoever asked the question, like whether it had been a, a male, female, dog, cat, like you know what I'm saying it, it wasn't in this particular case. Uh, uh, an instance of misogyny, like Snoop lashing out at Gail because he hates women. Mm -hmm. Right. I think it's because like whoever was in that chair across from Lisa Leslie, who asked that question, then went off of script to 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 inquire more because she didn't seem to get the answer mm -hmm. that she was looking for. Went off script and then asked her at her personal dig to it. You know, I think people were just upset with her because she was the one in particular. But to bring that all the way around, um, Snoop, and the people who were publicly recognized for speaking out against Gail and Oprah for their, you know, their work in white supremacy, um, you know, was, you know, one was Snoop, um, one was 50 Cent, one was Boosie, who all are contradictory, who all have uh, uh, perpetuated and, and uh, misogyny in their music, right, yeah. in their life, in their walk, you know, in their public persona have always disrespected women, treated women like shit, called women out there. They've made a career and a living off of So it's not to get them off the hook for the misogynistic lifestyle that they perpetuate and condone. And we need to hold them accountable just like we need to hold Gail accountable right. for talking that bullshit about Kobe and his family. You know what I'm saying? So it, it goes both ways. But I think we need to get out of our feelings and out of our emotions. And like that particular case was not a case of misogyny. And all the women have, you know, expressed like that's what it is. And it's like, nah, that's what it's not. And we still need to fight that and address that in Snoop, in 50, in Boosie. But in this particular case with Lisa Leslie and Gail King, I don't think Snoop's remarks or feelings or sentiment, because that was his purse close, you know, uh, personal friend. I think it was whoever would have probed and poked at Lisa like that about Kobe's allegations would have gotten that outrage and that same, you know, venom. So yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll stop there because I got more shit later. But go on. Mm. Okay. Go on okay. with the show. Well, I mean, we're both, uh, you know, coming at it from the from the standpoint and the viewpoint of, of men. But let's ask the ladies how you feel Absolutely. about it. Uh, uh, either Cecil, yeah, do, do you, uh, or have you heard about it? Because you say you live under rock. You're not really. <laughs> I'm just not uh, always clued into um, everything. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Just because. Of my life, two businesses, two Understood. babies, husband. Right, right. I can't do it all. So, but I Understood. mean, I, I, I basically, I mean, I agree. And you know, it, it didn't seem like from how you explained it, because you, thank you for thoroughly explaining it. I tried. This. Thank you. Oh, look at that. Yeah, Dave, you <laughs> having notes and shit. Yeah, hey, that's right. right. I'm, I'm on your side now, Dave. I'm a new <laughs> okay, man, brother. Okay, I was <laughs> we in this. Are we going to change the world today on this podcast? <laughs> we going to try. We're going to nah, try. No, nah, no, the world's going to be different after this. Watch. Okay, okay, go ahead. This I'm is sorry. live, so we can we can run this back. If Jay talk too much, just talk over him. Yep, that's, yeah, yep. <laughs> thank you. That's the rules too, Cecily. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but it, I mean, it didn't seem like it was a, a matter of being a man or a woman. It's just about the appropriateness of it. And, right. You know, just thinking about in general, like when people pass, whether they're a celebrity or not, I'm extra sensitive to how it's 
used and on like social media and such. Mm -hmm. And so that's the part that really gets me, whether or not, you know, Kobe was, you know, a celebrity um, or he was just a playing basketball in the, on the uh, in the in the park. Right. Um just like let people mourn and let people you know go through that process before we kind of <sighs> I definitely agree. Like I mean cuz to all the people who say that you know she's like she's a journalist and so those probing questions are things that they do. I think that there's also um a level of common courtesy and the and timing. Yeah. So if maybe 2 3 Five years from now, she asked that question. It might have gone over a lot right. better than to directly in the wake of it. Not even a week, right? Not even two weeks. Uh, not even fully two weeks to 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 bring up something like that. I just think it was a poor move on her part. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't necessarily believe it was as much, um, you know, structure to tear down as much as just thinking that she was above the point of being having it brought to other people's, you know, ha- or having people call her out on it. Because, I mean, you know, you've, you people get to the point where they feel like, you know, they're kind of above that type of stuff. And she's found out that she wasn't. And that's what freedom of speech is. You can say whatever you want to say, but you have to be ready for what uh, people say. It was, uh, it was Cat mm-hmm. Williams that was like, um, you can walk in the club and say F everybody in the club, but then you got to also make it out of the club <laughs> and make it back to your car. So, Patrice. Has something to say. I see she's uh, so I have, raising her hand like a I'm polite like, student. I appreciate to. you uh, being so. No, just <laughs> so two things. Um, I think freedom of speech is an illusion. Um, yeah. It really isn't. We don't really have it. Because if you think about it uh, with regards to protected groups, you say the wrong thing and you're facing charges or whether they're criminal or civil. And the second thing is... Um, I think we're missing the buck um, with the whole Gail King interview. Um, again, you, you guys have heard me say this, I think we're not paying attention to this whole emasculation of our black men and how it's becoming, like you said, it became a gender thing, yeah. right? They turned, uh, you know, his, you know, what, what we should be um, in celebration of his memori- memorial and supporting his family into a battle of the sexes through journalism. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we, well put. we are um, so honed in on media. Um, media is actually a distraction. It's a distraction. Mainstream media is a distraction. And we got to start peeling the layers back and really um, honing in on, um, you know, like I said, the, the, the issues that are underneath. Um, like Jay was saying, whether it was a man or a woman that asked the question, you know, we should all feel some sort of way, you know, that that Kobe's name was disrespected like that. But they turned it into a, a, a gender thing, a man versus woman um, um, thing. And another thing Jay said about the, the rappers and stuff that came out to speak against it, they all call women bees all the time like they disrespect us all the time so they it wasn't even to me the them coming out like that wasn't even credible we need to start knocking on people's doors we need to start holding each other accountable um you know with with the stuff that um how we move within our communities um i think social media has created this um, illusion, this delusional realm of being where we're like, oh, somebody did something, let me type a comment or let me make a video. Uh, that's not impactful. 
Yeah. That's not impactful. I, I think to I your agree. to your point, I think yeah. you mentioned that that we need to start um, holding each other accountable for the BS that 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 we do. That's that's inappropriate to and disrespectful to our community and especially our men. Period. All that's right. it. So that's, uh, that's all I got. A nice way to put a. Uh, Put a nice little button on that topic for now. Like Jay said, we'll probably um, come back to it because he said he had some more. But I did want to get to, um, so uh, earlier this week on social media, Joe, Joe, who's Joe? Jay told a very interesting I don't know story. Who Joe is. Who's Joe? <laughs> Jay told a very interesting story about a trip to the dentist. Oh. And uh, I just wanted to talk about um, oh. what happened. Did you see his Joe. Instagram I'm like to the story? Oh, it's so, I'm, I'm it's, it's just an interesting story that he told. And I want to talk about it, and especially having two, two ladies here. I want to talk about the implications oh, man, of it. I and, thought um, we was going to change the world with this podcast today, Dave, but you're going left, <laughs> nigga. Well, I mean, you, want, you had some more about Kobe. You want to stay there for a minute? No, no, I, no I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, okay. Well, all right. Well, then stop I, I forgot me and talk you. about the story. No, I'm just okay. yeah. right. You don't want to tell the story? I, I mean, I, I you nervous? I'm not nervous. I just, it's just, it's deep. It's it is. And that's why I kind of, you know, you know, and, uh, you know from one deep conversation. As opposed to, to my Instagram, deep. people were waiting for like the part two. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to post the part two. It's going to. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't at the end of the story. With, oh, maybe it wasn't <laughs> the end of the story. Oh, okay. So, look, now you piqued everybody's interest. Now you have to tell the story, Jay. All right. So, so I was at the dentist last Wednesday, right? So, I was early. So, when I get there early, you know, I don't like waiting in the dentist. I just wait outside. You know, it's, it's up there by the zoo, by Connecticut Avenue. So, you know, it's, it's nice. So, I'm waiting outside. And the dentist is right next to these apartment buildings. And so this this white girl comes out the apartment building, like, walking her dog, right? And then, you know, she was fit. So I was just like, oh, she just, she's built that like that. You said, no. <laughs> you said she was fat. Well, yeah I, yeah, I didn't know y'all wanted me to say the story verbatim. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just telling y'all what the fuck happened last Wednesday at the dinner. Like, yeah, she was fat. And so it was it was weird because, like, she was so fat. I was like, yo, that it didn't, it was just weird. And so I was looking at it. I was like, yo, this shit is strange. I was like, yo, how you built like this? Like, what the fuck? Like, how did this happen? And so she caught me looking at her, right? And so <laughs> as opposed to like grit on me or give me shit, like she actually came over and like struck up conversation. So we was talking a while, you know, <laughs> we, we was like having a good conversation. I was telling her, you know, everything about my kids and my life. And she was telling me what she was doing and blah, 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 blah. But then time went by. It was time for my appointment. I was like, All right, I'm about to go to my appointment. I was like, it's, it's been cool talking to you. Peace out, you know, peace. Like that was it. And then she was like, Yo, we should hang out. And I was like, mm. so I, was like nah. I was like, I don't know about that shit, white girl. I ain't, I ain't, you know, I ain't that comfortable. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know it's a war against us, and this is probably like some type of trap. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm good. Because you built, you fucking built like Serena Williams. You real nice. You asking me out. I was like, oh, I saw yeah. get out. I'm not falling for now. I was like, mm-mm, let me go. And then she, then uh, as we was going, she was like joking, because uh, the way she said it, but she was like, I know them black girls don't appreciate you. Ooh. And I was like, I, I felt anger. <laughs> and I guess the, the, the shit that everybody laughed about on Instagram, I was like, uh, I was like, <laughs> I didn't know whether to punch this bitch in the face or to cry on her shoulder. But, uh, you know, so it was just interesting because she was playing. But she know. But, but my well, she, facial, she could tell that I didn't appreciate what the fuck she did by my expression. Like, cause it was funny, 
but it's like I took it away. I was like, oh, you're trying to play with my intelligence. And I was like, and this is a divisive ploy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Really, she was just trying to get something. She's trying to see what side of the fence you was on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got her number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's part two. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't Jay, about to <laughs> Jay is happily married in a year from now. <laughs> hey. nah, but it's, we know, but so I guess since we're here now, so the part two, the part two to that story that everybody's been, you know, uh, looking for, this is my takeaway. Um, we really need to, to heal ourselves. We being black men and black women. Uh, there's an active war against our unity with each other. And and it comes many ways, because this woman was highly intelligent. She's she's bisexual, she has a a gay black girlfriend, but she dates black men. So it's like in war strategy, she was like, all right, I got this black woman not dating men, but I also at the same time am dating black men. So it's like, oh, that shit's deep. And what what else was deep is that, you know, I guess she works in some type of uh, uh, counseling office, like you know where people get therapy and shit. So she, she know about this. A lot yeah, about so this she lady. she <laughs> knows about like our problems, angles. and you know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. it's like she's living her life with this information and knowledge about our dysfunction within each other. And she has a black girlfriend and she dates black men. You know what I'm saying? So we got to, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, this is deep. That's why I was like, yo, it's a part two, but it's deep. It's not what you think. It's like, it's not. Mm. But I was like, it's deep because it's like they're capitalizing off of our dysfunction with Mm. each other. And so it was just an interesting scenario, man. And, uh, and. I think I should get a salute from black women because I did not budge. I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not fucking with you, white girl. Oh like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh-uh, I see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Because like she was like fine from the physical aspect. I could see how like black men would just be like knocking her down. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like, nah, I ain't even so do, falling. So so the cur- so, oh, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. Okay. No, I was just going to okay. say, so to clarify, so, the, the whole I got her number was a joke. No, I got it. That's how I know this stuff, but that's how I know oh. where she works. That's how I know what's in her mind, like how she's approaching life. Obviously, she's not from this area. She moved here from another part of the country. She's about to put you in a study. Uh, yeah, I was about I was to say, be but, careful, nigga. But <laughs> she's in a study. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? It go both ways. It go both ways. She about to be put in a study, too. So, you know, a this study. is... A mm, study. Quote, unquote. <laughs> 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 nah. You're going to be on a date next thing. You know, you're going to be in a trunk. With but, I mean, but, you know, it also taught me a lesson in, in revolution because it's like, damn, what if somebody really does put in the work? What if this white person does encourage all of the black people she meets and knows like you gotta shop at black stores you have to, if you got black children you better go raise those black children or if you know what i'm saying but would it be really as impactful coming saying, from was that really what she was saying you said she said that so let's go back to what she said you said that she said that i know those black girls don't appreciate you, you. no that's a, yeah that so was so coming that back to you e- that could go either way that that means that either she thought she was, you know, using it to her advantage or she was really like driving home because some some men don't actually think that. Like, what do you think? Why, why do you think she said that? 
Well, I think it was a, uh, I think it was a test. Because I, th I think she was intelligent enough to know that that wasn't some random, you know, uh, statement. Right. She knew that that triggers some black men. Like, she works in a, a you know, a, a counseling office. Right. So she knows triggers. And, you know what I'm saying? Well, mm -hmm. not that she knows and she's, like, she's not a therapist, but she just works in the office. So people coming in there have dysfunction issues. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so... I think she was aware of what she was trying to trigger out of me. Mm -hmm. She even thought that, that I would be, because that, in her uh, from her perspective, may have been true. Mm -hmm. And that may have worked on men. That's why I was like, I ain't know whether to punch her in the face or cry on her shoulder. But mm -hmm. I'm sure she gets a lot of cry on the shoulders mm -hmm. because of the levity of that, that it would spark or in a black man. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was like, ah, nah, I'm, I'm cool with that. But then I was like, you know, I was curious, like, yo, how did you know, like, because I was angry at first. But then I was like, yo, what gave her the gall to even <laughs> say that shit to me? Mm -hmm. So it made me curious, like, yeah, give me, give me your motherfucking number. Let me go <laughs> see what this is. Like, nah, because how did you know to do that? And so that's that's it's, it. It sounded like it worked, though. I was about to say, I mean, be careful, nigga, she got you. Go ahead. Because at first you sound like you were on your way back into the dentist, like, all right, nice talking with mm -hmm. you. But then she had to say something striking enough for you to turn, turn around, around right. and to get her number yep. and to call. Yeah. So to do that in one sentence, like. But, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I checkmate, guess nigga. She was right. trying. She's trying. She's trying to like date or hang out, and I, I would. I was like, nah, I ain't with that. But yeah, I'm but dating and hanging out starts with something. Yeah, true. But I mean, I know you know. It remains to be seen. Like, I don't. You I don't want know. to talk more about the struggle, and she like, well, come on over. We'll talk about uh, it. Baba Marvin since somebody back. saw the movie Get Out. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe she did, Baba. Right. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she is the movie Get Out. Be careful, nigga. Exactly. Run. <laughs> no. But uh, so. So uh, those are kind of y'all giving me shit. I thought I did a good job. I was. Like, I, I mean, well, when you say you got a number, that kind of. But anyway, I just I didn't, didn't expect that. I didn't expect to hear that. But I'm not giving you nothing. Yeah, I didn't expect you to open the door. Like that's that's a when hey. you get somebody your when you get somebody your information you're opening the door to get to know them better and she pretty much just told you what she was about so unless you like talking to you if you're gonna communicate with her so you can get you know kind of figure out like what she's up to and kind of use it in your you know your movement in a community mm -hmm. as a tool because it sounds like you know with the community work that you do that she may be like a you know on the other side and be able to offer yeah that's what that's what like that's why it was weird because like, like i was i hit her up to try to like catch her like all right motherfucker i got you now <laughs> there's like all the shit she was saying like yo it's it's forcing me to question all of the thoughts that i and the beliefs that i've had for <laughs> years like yo like am, I, am i fucking <laughs> wrong nigga? Uh, like, jay i feel like you like, need to hold up wait, jay like, i feel like you need to it it's black like women Jay, you my brother. I'm, I'm you hey, trying to help you, you out, bro. I'm only keeping you, it 100 you with you. Mean? I love you, bro. What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean by that? Do you mean that? So wait. It's a good. Yeah. What do you I know mean? What they, you have to be specific. Like, do you? Do you the last like, person I expected to fall into that trap. Like, who? Are, who are you? You are the clone the show, of Jay from last show, week. Show's gonna be good. It's <laughs> good TV, nigga. So what's your question? Like, I'm ready. No, because I think that I think this brings up a great um, 
point. And it goes to what I was just talking about in the media, how the media even portrays that when black men get successful, that they date outside of their race, which is absolutely not true. Like everybody thinks that because that's what's portrayed, but it's not Good actually point. on Good the point. back end. <laughs> so you're talking about somebody that made a mention, uh, comment to you that you know those black girls don't appreciate you. So it's the same thing. Like we got to stop paying attention to what's in mainstream like I don't know where she's getting her facts from but you know a lot of women that I know and me especially I I appreciate black men yeah and, and um, I've, I've so been appreciated by black women the whole time it was just like yo you how'd you get the overall? audacity just, do I believe what that black women appreciate black men do they well, show it I, well here's the thing with me I don't I don't disassociate black men and black women as for, as far as black women I feel like I am a black woman so any trials, tribulations, problems, anything that happens to black women is directly happening, happening to, to me. I don't mm -hmm. see the difference right. or I don't feel it. And I'm not saying that's how it should be or that's how people should be. I'm just saying that's how I am. So yes. any trials, good or bad, that black women are going through anywhere in the world, not just American, like I am connected to black women all over as Absolutely. I am one of them. So I don't see the differentiation like, oh, these are black women problems. Oh, these are the problems for black. Like the problem with police brutality and, and niggas getting murdered in the streets and, and mass incarceration. In my eyes, that is a black woman problem, too, just as much as it's black men. There is no defining separation of what happens to black men and black women. And that's my perspective on how I approach the world. Right. So but I mean, with regards, no into a, uh, regards to appreciation, um, so was she... I, you know, uh, I think she's she got her information from what has probably been expressed to her from black men she's dealt with. Mm. You know, uh, based on, you know, her ability to lure black men, based on, like, aesthetically how she looks. And I'm sure those men have shared some of their issues mm -hmm. and concerns about not feeling appreciated her capitalizing on that mm -hmm. especially and probably hanging with black women and black men you know because she's bisexual mm -hmm. she's getting probably a lot of that from black women too like she's probably seeing like how like yeah fuck her girl i'm a pimp and i'm you know what i'm saying it's like i don't i don't know i'm and i'm just <laughs> I'm assuming she's getting that information from black people, which is that's what's giving her the confidence mm -hmm. in its and the, in, in the truth of it, because it's coming from the black men and the black women. So she's just kind of, you know, emphasizing that and, and, and her exploits, per se. <coughs> It's, uh, yeah. Am I off the hook, Dave? Now, no. You said, "Are you off the hook?" Well, yeah, you off the hook, but mm -hmm. it's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, I mean, it's just like I said, it's just something different than um, the, the the story didn't go as I expected it to. Yeah, me either. Nigga, it was weird. It was yeah, okay. weird. Yeah, yeah it's you know, it's it's still yeah. weird. Freedom of speech, I guess. But it, no, <laughs> but um. So I'm gonna move on to um, a couple right. of other stories. Um, He's so like a <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I was saying. Like yeah, today, you, uh, I feel like you gonna catch a, you gonna get a couple of letters, said, not emails. Um, from, from, from who? She made the statement because it's what she thinks of us, black women. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, "Sounds like she's a piece of work, not not confident." I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole lot of. Yeah. He said, "Mine was said. <laughs> Conversation should have stopped after the disrespectful comment." Mm -hmm. 
Jay. Um, well, not really, man, because a lot of people don't know me. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to break. I'm not going to fold. I'm not going to bend. And a lot of people who don't know you personally don't understand that. Like, I'm just mm. a, a normal, regular motherfucker to people who don't know me. But for those who know me, like, I'm not going to fold. I'll, I'll, I'll never go outside my race. That shit ain't ever mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so people who know me, know, like, I could be in a fucking room with 50 white women like her. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. Like, right. I'm standing strong. Like, I, it, it's not going to happen. So it's like that whole inviting them in. Like, nigga, you know, I, you know, I, I, I represent God and, and, you know, the mm-hmm. essence of the most high. So it's like, I'm not, you know, it's like whatever, nigga. Like, how'd you, how'd you get this perspective you got? Mm-hmm. You, you come into my realm and let me dissect you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's like, nah, we not going to date. Ain't no wild shit gonna happen. But yeah, I will I will probe your mind and, and dig into your mind like they dig into our minds and dig into our bodies and our mm-hmm. history and our DNA and our habits and our social structures. And so I'ma dig right back into this mm-hmm. so we can study them like they study us. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting for a person like me to have a conversation with mm-hmm. a white woman like her because there's no risk and no danger in her winning. Mm-hmm. Like it, that shit, like it ain't even no and thing. It's, it's so All funny. Right, it, that's a great point. Yeah, that you that's said. how we don't, yeah. we don't dig. Fuck. We don't dig. You know, they dig and they dissect us and they do studies on us, but we Literally. don't do the same. Like, Literally, they, they take our care. bodies yeah. and rip us apart and see how our blood flows. But be, and our because they're different, shit. they're different breed of people. You know, I mean, and and not like we're all people, but their motives are different. Like we don't even like shouldn't necessarily care about any of that stuff. Like they put you know, a lot of stock into finding out what makes us tick and what makes us believing that we're that much different than them. And it's not, you know, they didn't find any serious, you know. No, no, I I, I disagree. I think it should be the opposite, man. It's like. You think we should dissect them and dig into them? Well, I think we should dissect their dissection of Mm -hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm saying. Yep. Like, there's a reason that they can control our minds and tell us how to live and where to live and what to say and what to wear and what to watch and what to listen to and what to eat. Like, that's social engineering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I think that's what it is. It doesn't take dissect. I think it's a waste of time to try to understand insanity. And they operate but out of a not. place of insanity. No, no, this, that's mm-hmm. wrong because their insanity is is having an effect on our sanity. Yeah. And so if we just if we though. just ignore it and don't address well, I'm the issue. I'm consciously. not saying ignore it but at, attack it, it from mm-hmm. the 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 space of what we can do to make it better and stop it from happening cuz dissecting it is not you know what I'm saying like uh understanding No, you're wrong. Here's, here's why. You okay. just said your artist didn't want to rehearse. Yeah. He's a performer. He just like, oh, I'm going to just get up on stage and it's going to be all. We just talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah that the was show. a conversation. It's yeah. like the only only way you can perfect your shit is you got to re- rehearse. You got to practice. You have to study to make your sh- sure your shit is on point. So you got to know your mic levels. You got to know your breath control. You got to know your eye location in the crowd. Like All of these things are necessary for you to reach your highest potential. I agree. So collectively, if we don't understand what mess we're in, we can't just bypass it. We have to study. How the fuck did we get in this position? What is it about us that can't get us out of this? We got to study and research. And a lot of what and why that is, is you know our relationship with European culture. 
It's not our culture, so we don't understand it. Like, I'm talking to you in English, nigga. This ain't our language. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's the reason we can't communicate with each other and connect with each other. Mm-hmm. And we can just shoot it motherfucking in the head and not care about it. And we can be, let, let people be disrespectful to our women and not protect them and, and allow women to be disrespectful to themselves and not check it. And you know what I'm saying? We fucked up. And so if we don't study this shit and dissect how we got in this predicament, that is, is, is counterproductive. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I think it's the difference between studying how we got in the predicament and, and studying the people who put us in the predicament. It's like... But it's, it's, know that so, enemy. So, so wait, That's so true, it's a, so, No, it so makes this, sense. It makes sense. So this, I agree. So I agree. This, speaks I agree. Exa- this speaks to, um, and I'm going to approach this from a health and fitness perspective, this speaks to how calcified our gland is. <laughs> we can't, our third eye, we can't see. We're not, We're no one is moving consciously. We're just like... Um, Cecily. Cecily. Mm-hmm. Cecily spoke and she said, you know, I, I'm not in, I don't know about everything that's going on. You're busy with your businesses and your family, but I can tell also that you move consciously. Like mm-hmm. that stuff doesn't, um, it does, the mainstream stuff isn't part of your, you know, it's not in your realm. And I think like the mainstream stuff and everything that's, all of the stuff that we live in in is surface stuff. I want to cuss so bad. I put the parental advisory is up I there. Dude, like all of this shit is. We'll ma- keep this side of the table uh, G rated. And those stuff, guys and the will stuff say that we pay attention to, even, and I'm going to say it, and, and, and ain't nobody going to You can just like touch it. me and I'll cuss for you. <laughs> like, like your bleep button. Like, bleep. Now, even, <laughs> this even, mother. Even down, even down to racism. If we look at that, that's really, I mean, it's like a. It's like a, a psychological game that just messes with us, and yep. we don't even see the real issues. Yeah. That's I mean, not yeah. racism. Is not the real issue. Oh, we coming out of this we, shit though. We waking we, up. Yeah, but yeah. Be and, encouraged, you know, people. So, um, and I'm so. We coming. We on the way. So proud of yep. our, um, you know, so-called millennial generation and how they, they're, they're, you know you know, using their resources and their minds and their, you know, starting businesses and communities, um, you know, within their, within their, um, you know, within their, you know, millennial groups or whatever. Um, but we're just not paying attention to, you know, people laugh at me all the time. I don't even watch TV. Like, I don't pay, it t- I don't re- pay attention to mainstream stuff because I'm like, it's a level of consciousness mm-hmm. that if you move in that space, your eyes will be open to so many things, but literally like the foods that we eat, they're designed and they are mastered in a lab to calcify your gland. You literally, like it's not, I'm not just making it up. This is fact. It calcifies your gland. It slows down your body. Like you can't, you can't get to that level of consciousness because your pineal gland is so calcified. You can't even see. So what your what your what we're making assumptions based on, you know, and media and all that stuff, it's really just surface stuff. It's not even it's not even of the realm that we are actually living in. And and, and I say. Yeah, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I I I want to say so much, but I, I I'm gonna keep it right. I know there. I know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. You know, I honestly can't tell whether we're on the the up and up. You know, we like are. When I, I, and I'm, I'm let me confirm you, it. I'm glad. I'm glad you're, right, you're confirming to confirm it. it. Yeah. At, at no the, problem. But in my own like, generally, I do. I try to do my part. Yeah. The work that I do with the with children, the work that I do with even the adults that come into my space, like 
I do my part to encourage, to be. Um, yeah, you do a good job. Creates Sesame. to I like you. Thank you. <laughs> very help, very I want to see your business page right away. I love oh, it. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Shout you out. You know, just building confidence, creativity, those type of things I think are the tools we need to get to the next place. So that's where I spend my work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, on a day-to-day basis, especially if I spend too much time in the news and the media and social media, it just get bogged down and oh down yeah. and down and down. That's down what it's designed to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's designed to lower your vibrational yeah. frequency. Yeah. Yeah. If once you start, once you could be having a great day and turn on the TV and hear about some a whole bunch of people getting killed, and what do we do? Did you see what happened? Da 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 da. And that you, people repost and stuff, and they don't even realize you're actually you're <coughs> impacting your community negatively yeah. when you do that because the of people. That you put yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm yeah. so you know some people say social media is just social media. It's not. Nope. They're recording all of your algorithms, all of mm-hmm. how you think, what you like, what you love, what makes you cry, what made you broke, what money you spent, every single thing that you do. So when you start to talk about the energies that you put out in social media, it matters. So we, we just gotta be more conscious. It's, um, it makes me angry actually and sad that mm-hmm. we don't pay attention. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we coming. You. <laughs> 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 I, I be, I, man, I've been to the mountaintop and you know, I saw it. I saw, I saw heaven. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, oh yeah, we going through all this shit, but it's a reason. Like I saw it, I saw what Dr. King saw facts and it's like that's why my consistent words like be encouraged we about to win and it's like it seems it seems it seems bleak it seems dark it seems like we hopeless hopeless don't fall for that shit we almost Mm -hmm. there we gotta Mm -hmm. keep pushing everybody that's that's running the business be righteous about it Mm -hmm. be strong you're gonna be tested because because the nigga losing Mm -hmm. they losing and so they pulling out all of their stops. They going, you know, they trying to they trying mm. to tear us down because they losing. Mm-hmm. Like we we right at the we right at the finish line. Mm-hmm. We right there. Winning. We got to keep Winning. pushing. Keep running your business. Mm-hmm. Keep uh, pouring into your children. Keep loving your brother and sister in the street. And it got to be the youngest. We got to stop killing each other. Fuck all that shit. Fuck the jobs and the deficit and all of the bullshit that these presidential candidates are going to talk about. We are the answer. Everything that's, we can heal anything. Whatever the fuck you're going through, if you're having hardships in your family, with your children, with your mate, that can all change and be blessed and healed. If you're dealing with illnesses, if you got mm-hmm. cancer, if you got STDs, mm-hmm. if you got ailments, all that shit can be healed. And it will be. Keep pushing. If we got each other, mm-hmm. there's nothing we can't do. Mm-hmm. We are in the image of God, literally. Mm-hmm. Don't let this social media pull us away from what the fuck we are. Mm-hmm. We could tilt this motherfucking earth on its axis, literally. We are. If, if we know whatever the fuck you grew up believing in, whether you went to church or, or the or Islam or whatever your belief system is, that God, that power, that energy resides in you to change the fucking world. Literally, this ain't some random mysticism. It's like, nah, literally. But we need each other. We can't, we need, we need Gail King just like we need Snoop Dogg. They lost. Mm. We got the real them back in. You think when you praying, mm. 
that your, your, your ancestors ain't fucking with you, the people mm-hmm. that you love that them passed in your life, your grandmama and your granddaddy and your mother and your father and all your aunts and uncles, <sighs> we gonna win. We gonna win. You gotta keep pushing. They fucking with us. And that was Jason's fist up moment for the. I'm gonna throw my fist show. up for Jay. <laughs> that was heartfelt. Mm. You all right? All right. So, um, uh, okay, we're gonna use that uh, momentum to segue right into this interview <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, preaching. Now, seriously, on a serious note, I appreciate your words, brother. It's always, you know, when you start speaking from the heart, it's uh, it's powerful, and uh, we appreciate it. But I do want to talk to Cecily before we run out of time because uh, we brought her all the way here. It wouldn't be right to just <laughs> No, but uh, first of all, thank you so much for joining us here on the Neighbors Livecast. Um, we're glad to have you here. I want to um, talk to you a little bit about um, what you do about the uh, the the, uh, the So Creative, S-E-W. Did you come up with that name or? How did the name yeah. come about? Me and my partner came. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And you're the co-owner, so you have a partner. Uh, you shout her out. What's her name? Her name's Tisha Thorne. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So, um, and how did you guys come up with the idea? First of all, um, let's let's go back. Let's let's start from the beginning. Where did you start sewing? Like, uh, where did the, or uh, find a passion or love for sewing from? Uh, my mom taught me how to sew. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. She's an artist, and basically my whole household was always creative. So. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. And that's and so, because um, I saw like uh, you know I was trying to research a little bit, so I saw that she did other things before, you know the, so creative lounge. Um, what moved you toward making it something that you're more, um, you know, serious about or working toward um, bringing someone to the forefront? Right. So. Um, it's interesting because this the space we're in is the is almost is the birth of <laughs> of uh, so creative yeah. lounge so, so cool so um wow. in 20 oh goodness let's see 2012 i'm gonna i'm gonna try to years do, uh, ago now i'm, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna try to do a, a speed of you know a fast version of this story nah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. you we, were the we first go, you were the first brand in here weren't yeah, you? yeah yeah she's the first brand in we go about time so take your time yeah. <laughs> so um anika and i we stumbled upon each other on art Art, art all night. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. we, she was in Georgetown dope, with a dope. booth. I was walking around with two of my friends and some of my clothing. Cause I wanted to start a clothing line. She wanted to open a store. Um, and so I was like, hey, you know, we should talk because we can help each other with right. this, um, with with the our businesses. Um, and to this day, the uh, her name is. The is is in my phone as a Nika Nubian human because I wasn't sure if I was going to meet her again. It was right. just like, <laughs> you know, she wanted to start this brand, Nubian human. Right, so right. Um, the, I think a year later, mm-hmm. she opened this store. Well, half of it, the part we're sitting in. Right. Um, I started my clothing line. And basically when I, at the store opened, I think 75% of the stock in the, in the space was my clothing. Nice, nice. Um, and so, I mean, the, the traffic now to this space is definitely not very different mm-hmm. than what it was, you know, um, in 2013. Um, and so we had to come up with ideas on how to get people here. Okay. Um, and she was like, well, what about a sip and so? I don't know if I said it or she said it. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I could do a sip and so class. So we started these classes. Um, I talked with my um, 
uh, Tisha, mm -hmm. um, who was at the time my neighbor. We lived um, in Congress Heights together. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, we just uh, started. We started with a first class. We had like 10 people in it. Next class, we had like 20. Mm. Every class was selling out, every single awesome. one of them. Wow, wow. Um, to the point where we just had to um, eventually come up with our own space. Right, so, right. And yeah. and uh, why did you think, or, or why is sewing such an important skill in art to, to learn and master? Um, in, in a time when, you know, a lot of people would say, well, I just get my clothes from the store. Well, you know, right, I right, right. To, but, um, you know, what makes it so important? Um, in your mind, in your opinion. Yeah, so we have, I mean, you got, we have, when, when the, let's start with adults. So okay. adults come in, you got two stories. One, my grandma sewed, my mom sewed, I didn't learn how to sew, um, yada, yada, yada. Or I learned, or another story we hear all the time is that we I learned 20 years ago. Right. Um, and it's basically, at this point, it's not being taught in the schools. Right, right. It's um, a lost art, You know, definitely. people are not able to hem their pants, sew a button right. on, just mm -hmm. basic things. So mm -hmm. on a practical thing, on a practical level, it's just something you should just know. Just mm -hmm. like cooking, just come on, sew your button on, right. don't you? Right. <laughs> like, right. I'll take it's your like money. I will sew your button on for five dollars. Right, right. But you could also learn <laughs> well, how to, to do it. Like a couple buttons on. I need. <laughs> yeah, Got a couple yeah. dollars. Happen to have five dollars. No, but right. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely an essential skill, and I think mm -hmm. that um, you know, uh, like you said, it's kind of lost. Uh, one of those lost arts. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's such a beautiful thing that you guys are, you know, uh, pushing it. Uh, in this way and making it something interesting, like the the idea for like the the sew alongs and the and the sipping sews, uh, is such an interesting thing. So the actual um, so creative mm -hmm. lounge. So it's an actual lounge. Is it a place or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're we're located at thirty seven eleven Rhode Island Avenue in Mount mm -hmm. Rainier, Maryland. Nice, nice. Mm -hmm. So it's and two thousand square feet, two uh, classroom spaces, office space, um, a shared art space for designers. Yeah, so. so interesting. And I always say, uh, whenever we have people on here who offer goods or services, I always say it takes a certain type of person um, to, um, you know, first of all, learn something for themselves and then notice the deficiency or need for it mm -hmm. and say, and not to just notice that and then be like, oh, that sucks, and then just go on with their lives. <laughs> but to actually take the initiative to say, I'm going to be the one who presents this to the world, who makes an effort to bring it back. And so um, it, it's so interesting that you that you chose to do that. Um, with sewing so um going back to originally learning how to sew you said it was your my mom your mom that mm -hmm. taught you how to how to sew um how much of those lessons and learning how to sew kind of um impacted you you know in your life and, and guided the decision to teach other people hmm. so i was uh i mean so I learned a lot of different types of art growing up. Oh, okay, um, you said that your parents were artists. Yeah, yeah. my my mom, mom was my mom artist. was a, my mom is an artist. It's an artist. Um, okay. And um, so, what impacted? I mean, I think it was just one of those things I was just good at. And, and okay. when mm -hmm. I got um, to college, um, my parents sent me away with a sewing machine. Mm -hmm. um, so I started teaching classes in my dorm room. I started doing fashion shows at Howard. Um, I mm -hmm. was, uh, I don't know, selling the different boutiques in D.C. and in Chicago, which is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. so I didn't have to get a job. I just, you know, okay. I, I'd spent, I, I made money on my own time, did a lot of custom orders and that sort of thing. That's so nice. um, 
when I when we got when me and my husband got married, it was like, okay, let's start a business now. It was like, but simply Cecily, my clothing line was kind of the low hanging fruit. Like let's let's get that okay. on the manufacturing. Get that going first. Yeah. yeah. So before that, I was doing a lot of custom orders. We got married. We started manufacturing. Nice. And, and that sort of thing. So it just kind of naturally fit. It was something I was you know I'm good at and uh, have a strong interest in. That's awesome. You mentioned um, uh, your marriage. Uh, how did the getting married, or did getting married? Because a lot of people, you know, um, dealing with relationships and doing something as as um, all encompassing and time consuming as starting a business, they struggle with balancing the two. Did you notice issues, or did you have any struggles with it? Some people it just comes naturally and everything flows. So, you know, did you fall into which side of those? Uh, My questions are weird. <laughs> I just noticed I got. Uh, I mean, we 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 both enjoy business. Oh, okay. Um, oh, that's so, a huge like hurdle because you know yeah, if you don't, it sucks. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead. yeah, we both enjoy it. Um, and we both um, he he's an he's an idea man. Oh, okay. So he mm. always has lots of different ideas, and um, so and I think I'm good at executing them. So we yeah. have a very good complementary skills. Um. At this point, you know, I, I left my full-time job at be, at the beginning of last year. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, and so he's been holding it down as far as, like, the bills and, you know, the real stuff so that I can um, grow it big enough so that I can okay. do a healthy contribution to our household. So I think we just that are so good. awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 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 Having a partner, somebody, you know mm-hmm. – um, as opposed to, and I don't want to say just a spouse, but in this context, you understand what I'm saying someone, as opposed to someone who's, you know, there with all the stuff that a spouse is there for, but also someone who can be a partner because that's not always the case. Sometimes you can't work with the people that, you, you right. know, family or people who you, you know, yeah. but uh, to, to have that is huge. And it's all, and it's, it's awesome uh, uh, to think that that's even possible because, you know, <laughs> a lot of people who don't, you know, uh, think about um, the possibilities of that. So um, in the um, pursuit to start the business to get things going um what are some of the the struggles that you ran into trying to get everything up and running or did you have any struggles um i mean the opening the studio um was definitely a struggle because we Mm -hmm. went from basically having no hardly any expenses to you know just our rent alone is basically almost three grand a month right right um so that's a, a big hurdle for someone who wants to teach somebody how to sew. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not, it's, it's, uh, um, so, you know, getting over that and really getting the, the numbers together, the mm-hmm. marketing, we're on the second floor of a post mm-hmm. office. Right. So, um, oh. you can't necessarily look into the space to see what's going on. Like mm-hmm. if we had street view, people would be all in it just cause people are always intrigued when they come up and, yeah, and they yeah. like, Oh my God, the space mm-hmm. is wonderful. The, machines you know you got five-year-olds on a machine by themselves like yeah mm-hmm. this is this is what we do mm-hmm. but um so that that part has been a sh- um you know difficult um do you, can i ask you a question do you guys um do any do you have contracts or do you do anything with the school system because mm-hmm. yeah so w- right now we teach in three different public charter schools mm-hmm. um in addition nice. to our own space um and um and all of those schools actually contacted us mm-hmm. and wow. wanted us to be a part of um their work so oh, that's awesome yeah okay. yeah yeah it's great that that schools are you know uh, making an effort to bring something like sewing 
like I said, back into, uh, you know, the mainstream. I remember my mom used to sew when I was younger. She had, like, the sewing machines and stuff. And that it's like, a, you know, sat out in, like, the attic mm-hmm. and stuff like that for years because people don't really uh, do it as much anymore. But it's, it's such an essential skill, like you said, something as simple as mending as opposed to always running to the store to, to purchase new stuff, being mm-hmm. able to, like, put a button back on something or, um, you know, like you said, hem pants and not always, you know, um, re- relying on other people to do that type of stuff for us but having those skills uh for ourselves is 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 powerful you know um to to everything like to the movement go ahead uh no actually um there's some there are a few people on here that say their their kids are uh children are interested in sewing and want want you to share your information okay again because i know you did already and right right so the the website is soak s-e-w creative lounge.com um, it's again, it's at 3711 Rhode Island Avenue in Mount Rainier, Maryland. Um, we teach both children and adult classes starting at age five, all the way up until forever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 102 yeah. is the cutoff. Right. <laughs> Once you get 102, <laughs> you can't do no more sewing. Um, <laughs> yeah. We also just started, I don't know if you all, have you heard of Creative Suitland? Have you heard of this new space? I haven't. But no. I, I went to the Kwanzaa yeah. event out there. It was Suitland? excellent. Mm-hmm. Shout yeah. out Victorious. Yeah. That was an excellent Kwanzaa event. Yeah. yeah. So it's located on Silver Hill Road. Um, okay. So it's new. literally like five, eight minutes from here. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. And so we're st- nice. we started. I think that's substantial, too. My man mm-hmm. Stan uh, is is running a program in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we have a satellite. Um, oh, for real? Y'all out there, too? Yep. Okay, so we, we okay. had our first Sip and Sew class um, last month. Did the so stitching get crooked because y'all be drunk? Like no, <laughs> no. Quite, quite honestly, you know, people come in with a lot of anxiety about sewing. Oh, so and the so wine, wine helps you. just kind of like, like relaxes. Yeah. Right. I'd be thinking it'd that be some sense. Gordon Gar Trail shirts. <laughs> 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 yep, yep. Get drunk and take this sewing machine. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What? Like no injuries. So if you're on this side of the city, you can go to Sip and Sew Suitland.eventbrite.com. Um, to see our schedule. Tell them about the camp, the summer camp. Yes, yes. So we have um, (laughs) summer camp, uh, day camps as well. It's dope too. Um, And the summer camps, when are we starting? I want to say June 22nd. Um, It's nine weeks of camp this summer. Uh, It's basically uh, five sessions. We have sewing camp, fashion designer camp, Electronic shit. Yep, electronic. That's stuff. the official yeah. title. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, Jay. My, my daughter, my daughter was in the camp and she was like real excited about yeah. it. That's why I was like, tell them about the camp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's in the camp. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep, she did as well. So yeah, we do a lot of things and I like to mix. I don't. Oh, an entrepreneurship camp. That's oh, that yeah. part. The, oh wow. That was amazing. Oh. Y'all did like a STEM huge, huge. type of. Mm-hmm. Session. What was those two weeks when they? That was the last summer was wearable technology. So yeah, we'll see, still do a, a, stuff a, a, technology, a, a technology portion um, mixed with fashion. And when um, is that? Is that also in the summer? Yep, it's all uh, next summer uh, or this summer. This starting summer. on June twenty yeah. second. Registration mm-hmm. opens February fifteenth. Yeah, okay. you can go to um, socreativecamp.com slash twenty twenty. Okay, yeah. so nice, creative. Nice. Sew creative camp. camp. Dot com, com slash twenty slash twenty twenty. Yeah, and we'll make sure Get we post time. all the links yep. uh, yeah. on the page after the show. We'll make sure everything gets posted. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about um, about uh, young aspiring Cecily, and uh, so 
Um, I always ask this question to all of our guests because okay. I always like the uh, the introspective answers that I get. So if you had the opportunity to talk to, let's say, 12-year-old Cecily, mm-hmm. being you now, knowing all that you know, being through everything and having the life lessons that you've been through, <laughs> what would that conversation sound like? What kind of things would you say to, to 12-year-old Cecily? You know, I really don't think I've changed much. Okay. <laughs> in all these years i was i've always been a go-getter i've always been um entrepreneurial in spirit nice. um i mean i started i have this picture all of my phone is over there of me next to my mom i had a ribbon mm-hmm. um i was like 10 years old she had a table i had a table we were selling our stuff next to each other yeah i was like 10 years old i had a first place ribbon my mom didn't have one no. <laughs> <laughs> i was pointing that out i'm sure mom is happy that you <laughs> um but what i mean going back i mean maybe i think the only thing is probably like slow down you know okay. like because even to this day i'm always doing a hundred different things um and so just taking your time and then enjoying each aspect of life and yeah. I don't have yeah. to you know sell 50 scrunchies which is what I used to make when I was younger okay <laughs> you know <laughs> like I can uh, still do that and enjoy other things at the same time but you know I I don't think there was a, a, a whole lot of big uh, a big aha moment that would have okay. sh- shifted who I am today okay I, I think at a at that age I'm pretty much still in the same realm. Like, I had I to was, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for, yeah, because in, in high school, I was making prom dresses for my friends. That's dope. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I've had a few people answer like that. I wouldn't tell her if anything. I'd ask her some questions, you know. But, <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> like, but yeah, and so that's that's dope to have that um, mm-hmm. that spirit and that knowledge and that confidence because so many people don't like them. Uh, um, a lot of the main answers that I get are things like, you know, um, be secure in who you are or, you know, um, uh, don't shy away from your dreams, things like that. So when I hear people with that kind, it, it's um, indicative of of nurturing and and support and things of that nature mm-hmm. um, that you got and that uh, that foster those that entre- entrepreneurial spirit. And I heard you say you um, are doing an entrepreneurial class in the mm-hmm. in the, um, the the program that you're doing. So um, how important is that um, for? for us for our community and also for you know um i'll I'll say for young girls because you know for young women to to kind of foster that spirit in them and make sure that they have that going forward yeah yeah i mean it's it's about for me it's a couple things one is about the confidence portion Mm -hmm. of it so you can teach a child a lot of different things but if they don't have the confidence to do it it really it don't matter. To right. your point. Yeah. It don't matter. Definitely. Um, so when the kids come in and they, um, you know, make a skirt or make a dress or whatever they're working on and they, like, put it on and they, like, have this big smile and they're excited about it, like, that's the energy that's going to really get them to the next point. Okay. And to be yeah. able to do the next thing that they need to do. Um, the other part of it is is about generational wealth. You mm. know, like, we're not going to get it from nine to five. Like right, I started exactly. looking at mm. looking at yeah. like how much you know we need and <laughs> in, in order to to save and pay to college and stuff hey, like Cecily. that. <laughs> my homegirl was like, I'm registering for sewing class right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'll see you soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna get there um, by working, working. and building mm-hmm. other Somebody people's else. businesses. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so 
I want to make sure, like, the, the kids that come through my program, if they have an interest and want to build a business and they want to make money, mm-hmm. like, they can do it. Right. Definitely. And um, my background is in business. I have my Howard, my degree from Howard. H-U? You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I went on and got my G- um, MBA at GW. So, like, my... I don't know there. But, but you know, just to say, like, like businesses forefront, the art part is just mm-hmm. an, is ingrained. Um, and so, you know, working with them and helping them understand, like, these are the components of a business. Um, these are your products. This, this is what you need to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm laughing because my um, my six year old uh, started a pillow making business. Mm. And um, so she's home, you know, making her pillows and such and got orders and, and wow. custom orders. Wow. And I'm like, um, awesome. I looked at her purse. She had like $70 in there. I'm like, I'm like, I got $70 in my account right now. Give me some right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying like, you know, they, they, dope, they need that. They Definitely. need that. Definitely. You what know. you said about, um, not acquiring wealth through working nine to five. I think that's, um, you know, that's one of those things uh, that's part of the system that's kind of manufactured to us uh, that, um, you know, if you just keep working and just keep, you know, mm-hmm. stay in that nine to five and keep your head down. And I heard, a, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember if it was a meme or what it was. Anyway, um, it was a story. Of there, was, there was a guy who saw his boss pull up in a brand new um, BMW. And he stopped the boss as he was walking in. And he was like, man, you always get the, the nice, you always have the nice new cars and everything. He was like, that's right. And if you stay focused and keep working hard and keep your head down, next year, I'm going to get another BMW. Thank you. know, It's funny, but it's so true. It's like you're building other people's wealth when you should be building your own. Mm-hmm. And, um, and these type of skills and these type of things are so important. It's so awesome that you're doing what you do. And um, on behalf of all of us here, I want to thank you and uh, awesome. all the people that you help and, uh, thank you. you know, and, and teach. So um, if there are people out there looking to, um, if there are young girls out there who, who happen to see this, who uh, feel like they have that entrepreneurial spirit, they have an idea, they want to do something, but don't really know where to begin, what the first steps are, what would you say to them? Man, what would I say to them? The first thing, I mean, first, like, Figure out what that product is, and mm-hmm. and 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 work on it and build it. Um, doesn't have to be a hundred things. It doesn't have to be you know perfect, but just you know try to try to figure out what that one thing is, um, and then work your family. <laughs> 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 I mean, youth is on your side, and so people do have a um, uh, affinity for supporting young businesses and such, and mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, I would I would say like you know, talk with your family and and see. Mm-hmm. And, and there's also a lot of um, youth um, uh, fairs too. Okay. So my kids at um, this at my studio participated in the uh, one in Cleveland Park. I think it's t- coming in May. Um, so they had the opportunity to have a table, and they won best pitch, which I was awesome. Was Congratulations! Right, like last year, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, getting yourself out there um, and and getting in front of people um, so you can they can see your products and that sort of thing. But you know, just do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. when you're young, you don't really have um, anything to really lose. Right. You know, yeah. So yeah. just take a chance. Definitely, definitely. That's great advice, and I hope um, 
you know, somebody hears you at any age, you know, people who are struggling with, you know, that entrepreneurial spirit. And like I said, just not knowing, because, you know, the the hardest part of any journey is the first step. And so just understanding what to do and just kind of losing the um, the self-doubt and the things that you put on yourself and just, like you said, just doing it. And so, you know, having the spirit and the ability to do that is, is, is pretty awesome. So, um, yeah, again, thank you so much for... Um, for what you do and what you bring to the table. I thought it was awesome when Jay was telling me about, you know, uh, what you do. And, you know, we were talking about having you on as a guest. I was like, let me check this out and did some research. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. Are you wearing something that you made? Is this yep. one of your creations? Yeah. Can you tell us about this? Um, well, in the, it's one of my pieces from my fall collection. So okay. um, I had taken a small, short break, kind of still on a little break from Simply mm -hmm. Cecily, just because doing Simply Cecily and So Creative and I was working full time was a little bit much, so I mm. had to like take a little break. Um, but yeah, this is one of the pieces, uh, old nice. kimono jacket. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. kimono jacket. Mm -hmm. That's 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 really nice. So um, so you said that the uh, the working and everything was getting a little much, and you said you recently left your job, left your nine yeah, to five. It, it's been a year now. How awesome was that to be able to be like, I quit? <laughs> did, you, was, did you do it any special way? Did you make a cake like the lady on the commercial? No, or? I did not make a cake. Oh, okay. I just, I actually <laughs> looked at my Google Drive for my last resignation letter and printed it out. <laughs> so I'm not the only one who writes resignation letters all the time. I'm leaving and then never send it or never do it. No, then, I used it for the last job I left oh, and then I printed oh, it out again. Oh, okay. You, you, you <laughs> put stuff on a regular Changed no, it. Changed it. Was like, dope, dope. you know, thank you yeah. for the opportunity. Yeah. And it does. Um, for some people, it might not seem like that big, that big of a deal. But for most, mm -hmm. it's it's, a, it's not only it's it's a scary thing, and it's something that we're you know um, not prone to do just because of all the, the responsibilities and things that we have. Not realizing, like you said, that you'll never wealth is not created through working nine to fives you have to jump out there and take that chance on yourself and believe right. in yourself and so anybody that has the uh the unmitigated goal to do that is, is a superhero in my mind so <laughs> my you know you're yeah. uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's so awesome uh that you're able to do that guys you got any questions for i just want to say congratulations on leaving your job um, oh, thank you that's thank so you. huge people you know, I try not to speak against, you know, working so much because sometimes, you know, you hear people say, oh, everybody can't leave their job, but you really can. Um, it's just, you know, working through the trenches. I've been full time for 11 years now. And so to hear another sister doing the same thing, uh, congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, it's very inspiring, like in a real way. Yeah. Like, um, you know, e even just, just in the moment right now, just uh, having you here and telling your story, and uh, and you too, Patrice, like uh, y'all being able to, to take the reins of your own lives, um, it, it's powerful, man. It, it lends to the, what we were talking about earlier, like how we need each other, how we are the answers and the solutions to our problems. Like, I literally feel empowered. Like, y'all are two uh, strong black women. Um, you know, like literally, like I could, like I could feel your natural hair. I can feel the no makeup and the confidence that exudes from approaching your days. Like, that. like it means a lot. It seems like it's small, but it's like when you in tune, you acknowledge all of the okay. the work you put into yourself and and the, and the work 
that that it takes to look yourself in the mirror and address yourself and you know like I'm going to run a business I'm going to raise my family I'm going to succeed like I, I'm with you I feel it I, every little small thing like I know what it takes so I appreciate I appreciate you Dave for oh, being for being consistent and, and running this show every day I mean every week with the intention of helping people like everybody ain't got the balls to do that mm -hmm. it take a lot of effort mm -hmm. so you know i appreciate y'all sisters in particular and Definitely. you know Thank from you. black we men we, we i wanted to be known we encourage and support y'all you know we here if you need us yeah. in any capacity you know uh, so and that's what we need man like so salute to y'all y'all i appreciate it and uh, whatever we need to collectively do to win, I'm I'm in the battle with you. <laughs> you know, Anika just uh, pieced out on on my live. Who you know, you, like uh, we discussed earlier, you were the first brand in Nubian Human, and to see y'all still going, yeah. still expanding, yeah. still mm -hmm. pushing, still you know, and yeah. and still being beautiful mm -hmm. and strong and nice, like that shit ain't easy right, uh, in the right. midst of oh, what we man. facing. So mm -hmm. salute to all y'all. Definitely, Thanks, definitely, man. man. We we you know keep company with some pretty dope sisters, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the energy yeah. here is amazing, and um, you know we don't get to talk about that much, but just you know being conscious of our energy and and us just sitting at this table, you can like you said, you can feel the the energy um and especially you know some of the words you just offered um and we can walk out of here today and thrive off of that i know i am mm -hmm. i'm thriving off of it right now and it's not hard it's not hard it's not easy working you know being an entrepreneur and you know and what you're doing dave you know we face so many obstacles and adversities um and we you know and we, and we push through them and, but like you said Definitely. it has to be collectively um and, and supporting each other um so and and getting out of this 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 black man versus black woman thing and realizing that as women we are protected and we are supported and as women we should support and we should show love yeah yeah i mean i do agree that that um that there is a concerted effort um to push that separatist movement and keep you know keep us kind of um, you know, separated and not understanding the strength that is in us coming together and understanding our own strength, like, you know, like Jay said, and, you know, basically the power that we have in community and, and helping each other and supporting each other. Um, so that's so important, and that's one of the reasons that we do this, you know, and bring, you know, dope people like Cecily on to talk about, you know, the things that they do, because it's awesome. So with that being said, uh, one more time, uh, where can everybody find you if they want to sign up for the classes, <laughs> if they want to come get awesome pieces like your kimono jacket? <laughs> you can go to so, S-E-W, creativelounge.com. We got some some of her pieces in Nubian Human, too. Definitely oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And um and all the information for like signing up for the classes and all that. Yep, is all everything on there? is there. Um, even for summer camp, if you um you'll you you can click on the link there to get to our summer camp page as well. That's dope. I was expecting you to go longer. I thought because most people, you know, to do like social media pages. That's smart. She's on stuff, it, baby. No, that's, no, you she's know, on branding it. is like one no, spot to go to get everything. That's, that's how good. I'm trying to go. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah go to yeah, the yeah, page. Yeah, I was waiting. I was like, is there one? oh no, okay, mm -hmm. that's it. cool. No, no, I mean, because you can get to our social media through there. I mean. 
everything yeah, is so creative lounge page. just yeah. just go there or call me 301-779-9000 are you on ig cool. yep what so creative it? lounge so creative lounge yep, yep. facebook so creative lounge through the website she just said that <laughs> oh she did i'm sorry i went somewhere i'm, <laughs> I'm just i'm just hungry mm-hmm. i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i worked out this morning but yeah man um, <laughs> so uh with that being said oh jay yo um, Promote some stuff. Oh, got a lot of stuff coming up um, here at the Anacostia Art Center in Nubian Human. Uh, this Thursday, February 13th, we're hosting adult game night. Adult so, uh, game night. Yeah, you know, like with the, I don't know what games, but I know we got Black Card Revoked and a couple of other cool adult games. It's going to be a good vibe. I think it's going to be, well, if it's a Nubian Human event, I'm assuming it's going to be some fucking good. wine involved. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then... Um, uh, next the week out so that's this Thursday the thirteenth, uh, dog game night. Then the following Thursday the twentieth, we're hosting uh So Far Sounds. If y'all are familiar with So Far Sounds, they like uh do pop up mu- music shows all throughout the world. And so nice. Nubian and Human was uh selected to host the next awesome. So Far Sounds. But you got to go to their website and shit. It's like ticket only shit. Fucking with them. Okay. And then uh, obviously. What we're all focusing on here at Nubian Human is the Black Love Experience that's coming up uh, March 21st. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's really all, all you know, personally, my shit, the mixtape is still popping. I'm still getting a lot of views and downloads. Say something, <laughs> <President>. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and like Cecily, you can just find all my shit, social media, <laughs> music videos <laughs> on jasonslyrics.com. Oh, I was about to say your stuff is on her site too. Nah, nah, get it. it's, it's, it's all <laughs> funneled. It's all funneled through the website jasonslyrics.com. You can find all all of the shit that was going on, music videos and and all that stuff. And I think that's really all I got to promote. But uh, Black Love Experience is gonna be epic this year. Yeah. Oh, the, and the last thing, uh, February twenty eighth. We're continuing our native tongue open mic series here at Nubian Human. And I'm so psyched because our feature this month is Cecily, the other Cecily. Uh, what's it, Bumbre? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I yeah. thought you was about yeah, to sing. Yeah, yeah, but. Say you sing too? Nah, but she's super <laughs> no, dope. And I I'm, and I'm super, I'm <laughs> super psyched that, you know, she's going to be our feature, you know, because cool, she's cool. been traveling all over the world, mm. touring, and I guess she got a break and she's going to, uh, you know, bless us with her remarkable voice. <laughs> um, February 28th, uh, Native Tongue Open Mic Series. I think that's all I, I got, remember, Dave. I remember it was a time you said you, were, you did the yep. first one. And you was like, I'm not doing no more. But, hey, it, it's taking on an entity of its, uh, of its own because that's very similar like to the energy that we can feel here. Imagine 30 people mm. right, kind of yeah. all on the same page, feeling the same way, and willing to actively address the world and the contradictions mm-hmm. in it. Like it's not really a bunch of talk and art. It's really a strategic meeting of like how we can tangibly shape shift, you know, uh, the world in our favor and, and re renew ourselves and our abilities and our connection to each other. It's, that shit's deep. So I yeah. thought it was going to be yeah. a one and done, but it has turned into some type of. Uh, and you got to realize, man, this is Washington D.C the most powerful nation on the planet. Mm -hmm. And here we are, the lumping proletariat class in the middle of Southeast Washington, Mm D.C., at the corner of Martin Luther King Avenue and Good Hope Mm -hmm. Road. You know, this is where revolution starts. This is, you know, whatever happens in Washington, D.C., the world will follow. 
Yeah. We're the most powerful city on the planet. And so we have some of the most intelligent, uh, artistic, and creative people on the planet here working and living and living amongst each other, but we have not connected yet. Mm. Yeah. And that is that what is happening good. at the Native mm. Tongue Open Mic. So that's why it's still going, Dave. Great. That's a good answer. I like that uh, <laughs> That re sound reasoning. I got to give you this. It's Hey. Sounds good. Thank so you. I want to thank you guys so much for rocking with us today. Uh, it's been another awesome episode. I want to thank uh, Cecily Habimana. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> for coming through and rocking with us. So uh, we'll post all the links to, well, the one link to the website. That's right. On our page, post my uh, link too, Dave. I do post your oh, Okay. Link you know, I don't watch the shit, so I don't know what you're doing. I know. You're not very <laughs> I'm here, though. I'm here, though, every every week. I'm here. You are. On time. Yeah, on you time. You know me about not being <laughs> me on time. Me anyway. too. On time. All right, I'm coming so, in hot. Uh, <laughs> Definitely, I appreciate you coming hot, right? But, uh, <laughs> oh, fruitfit, fruitfit.com. Fruitfit, get yeah, healthy, you, get healthy, fruitfit. get in shape. Come on, yes, fruitfit.com. Uh, District Heights start at 5 a.m. Wake up, get your workout in, go to work, or you can come after work. I train 5 30 to 8 30 p.m. and on Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. before your day gets started. Great fitness family, um, uh, small groups. Um, and amazing energy fruitfit.com you can find fruitfit. me on IG fruitfit and Facebook fruitfit affordable fitness thank you okay. All right. All right, guys. Thanks, Thanks. Jay. Again, mm -hmm. thank you guys so much for checking us out. This has been the Neighborish Livecast. We'll be back next week with more. Hold on, Dave. Hold on, Dave. Oh. Be encouraged. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we will win. <laughs> I don't want you to finish this day without knowing that. Let's go. That's dope. That's Be dope. Can you, can you say it into this camera too? No, it's too late. It was <laughs> all the emotion went into my shit. They'll get it. They'll just rewind this shit. And I'll just point to you and just do my voiceover while I'm doing this. In the time you just did that, you could have said it again. Yeah, anyway, thank you guys for watching this. Uh, we'll be back next week with more great conversation, more great guests. This has been the Neighbors Livecast. Peace.